I V M. This is a special edition of Pesa Vesa. On this episode, we have Uma Shashikant, founder of C I E L. This is the third part of a three-part conversation. Make sure you check out the first two parts where we spoke about how Uma founded CIEL, the importance of investment education, and big decisions about money. Folks, welcome back to Pesa Vesa and the final part of our three-part series on investment education with Uma Shashikan, founder and chairperson for the Center for Investment Education and Learning, what we call SEALS, C-I-E-L. So, so far, we've covered Uma's background, uh, the importance of investment education, big decisions about money. In this last episode, we're going to talk about specific tips on personal finance. Uma, welcome back to the show. Tell me about, you know, how does one look at savings and their money and their future goals at various stages of life. Let's say stage one is someone just starting his job. Stage two is now he's got a family, wife, two kids. And stage three is when he needs to figure out his retirement. What, you know, what's some, just some very general tips for these people at three stages. Sure, sure. See, in the first stage, let's kind of say first 10 years of your life, next 10 years, the mm. next 10 years, let's right. say. Sure. So the first 10 years of your life is actually about managing your cash flows. Okay. You ask anybody who's just begun earning, the, mm. the thing they will tell you is that the money is not enough. Oh, okay. Because you will end up spending your money in the first 10 or 15 days and then you'll be wondering, you'll be using your credit card. And, yes. you know, so because the um, the needs that you have, the things mm. that you want to do mm. will typically not fit into your salary. So telling a young person, mm. you know, you have to save early for retirement, start doing <laughs> SIP as soon. You know, these are impractical things. Mm -hmm. uh, people in the first 10 years should enjoy the fact that they are financially independent. Right. And that's that a big they thing. Can, yes. Big thing. They yeah. must be happy with what they are earning. Sure. Enjoy the financial independence. Mm. And ultimately, learning about money is about knowing it's limited. Sure. Of course. It is. So every time you've made a decision and you've run out of money, you're mm. questioning yourself. Oh, mm. should I have bought this? Mm. Should I have not bought this? Mm. I think the first 10 years is about two things. Mm. Managing cash flows. Right. Making sure that you do not take loans. Ah. You're not overspending your credit cards. Right. You're getting into the discipline of treating money as a limited resource. Right. Making your decisions, the opportunity cost as we call it. Right, Making right. your decisions within that limited resource without right. resorting to borrowing or hand loans. Right. There are many youngsters who lose friends because they are consistently <laughs> yeah. borrowing. <laughs> oh, let me, let me, so let me, like, just let me put that in perspective. Your first job, your, you know, your salary is fifty thousand or whatever it is. You've got to pay rent. You've got to pay your bikes, fuel, and all these sort of things. You need to figure out what's your save, uh, what's your expenditure, what's your income. Now, you know, an SIP might be a good idea, might be not. Who knows? But if you don't have money, then how are you going to pay for the SIP? Right. No, the thing, therefore, is sometimes, you know, there are parents who would tell you that save first and spend later. Right. My thinking is that, look, you're going to reach your peak income in the next 10 years. Sure. There okay. is enough time to save. Right. Right. There is enough time to, you know, you will reach a point by the time you're 40 or 50. Right. Where you will only spend 20% of your income <laughs> because you're doing so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this 10,000 that you saved when you were 20 yeah. is going to look like a small amount. Yes. So let's not, you know, um, uh, kind of, uh, uh, what do you say, constrict yes. the youngsters from enjoying yes. uh, what they have earned. Right. And by putting in a fear of the future in their head. Sure. Let them learn how to deal with money. So managing cash flows, as I said, yes. the first 10 years. Yes. Second thing uh, is, you know, keeping your 
borrowing habits in check. Yes. Do not you revolve become, your credit cards. Yes. Okay? They're expensive. If you come, have only one if you should. Right. Use your debit card. Right. Try not to borrow. Never borrow. Yeah. Try Neither not borrow, to borrow. Not be, yeah. If you do have to have a borrowing, let's say you borrow for a vehicle. Hmm. Right? Or you have an EMI. Make sure that that's a small part of your salary. Right. And not a big part of your salary and constricts right. you from making all the other decisions. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So keep away from loans and manage cash flows is right. what I would say for the first 10 years. Great. Let's move to stage two. Stage two, you must have a surplus. Okay. So stage two, folks, uh, by the way, is when you're married, you have one kid, maybe you're moving on to second kid. Let me say you worked for 10 years. Worked for 10 years. Okay. You've worked for 10 years. Yes. If you've worked for 10 years, mm-hmm. you must have money in the bank before the next salary comes. Okay. okay. If that doesn't happen, mm. either you're not earning enough. Right. And that happens. Okay. Or you are spending too, too much. much. You yes. have to address both problems. Yes. Okay. So you find a second job, you find another job, whatever. So, right. but you must have a consistent surplus. Or reduce expenditure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So you should be saving at least 20 to 30% of your income Folks, that's a on a regular basis yeah. in the next 10 years. Right. And you should have started building assets. That's a minimum, 20 to 30%. You should have started salary. building assets, which sure. means okay. you should have started looking at having a house of your own. Right. You should have, uh, you know, insured yourself. Right. You should have started SIPs and yes. investments. Hmm. You should have assets, which means that there will still be unexpected things happening in your life. Okay. And you need assets to fall back on. Right. Wow. You need okay. something yeah, yeah, yeah. to fall back on. And you yeah. need insurance because you don't have enough assets. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 So if you believe that for your family to be comfortable, you need assets of a crore. Hmm. It's unlikely that a 32-year-old will have one crore of assets. Very unlikely. Yeah. So until you build those assets, right. you need insurance as a fallback. Right. And that's life insurance for sure and medical insurance that's for right. sure. So Correct. you want to use insurance as your your protection sure. till you have the time to build assets. But right. in the next 10 years, you hmm. should be building assets. Okay. So that you're able to, you know, manage your unexpected Turns in life right, well, right, right, right. Okay, okay. So your focus is completely on maximizing your income, hmm. minimizing your expense, hmm. which you have mastered in the first ten years, hopefully, yes, yes. and using that money to build assets. Okay, sure. The next ten years of your life, stage three, is to focus on the fact that you will stop earning. Yes. You know, you will retire yes. at some point, yes. and hmm. you will also need money for fairly large expenses that can come. Right. Like most people would want, everybody wants to send their child abroad these days. Yes. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, one of my friends was telling me this morning that educated moms hmm. are, are obsessing with their children. Yes, you welcome know? to the real world. I can tell you a lot about that. They want kid has to go to the US, so he has to be in an international school. He Correct. has to be, I don't yes, know. All activities and yes. music. and this. So, you, you do have a lot of large ticket expenses mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. And you also have to pre- prepare for the possibility that mm. you will, uh, you are at your peak income levels. Okay. okay. Which means that you should be saving much more aggressively. Okay. You must be investing much more aggressively. Right. If right. you have not started investing in equity after the first 15, 10, 15 years of your life, right. you've really lost the race. Okay. You know, you're, you're, uh, you're earning for 20 years and you're still wondering, is equity for me? Sure. You're like really lagging behind. So you okay. need to have, your asset buildup has to be aggressive. Yes. You must have, uh, must be thinking about retirement, okay. what happens, uh, okay. and you consolidate your assets. Okay. okay. If you bought that second home and third home because someone <laughs> told you this, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to be able to sell those off. Liquidity. And, uh, liquidity. You Very want to be important. able to say, 
Do I have enough money and so on and so forth? And of course, post retirement is another cup of tea. Right. I always tell people that you know you must spend. Right. Don't leave everything for the children. They don't yeah. need it. You they know? need to work hard themselves. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what is the point? You know, being eighty and having assets of uh, five, six crores, huh. and not having the physical energy to travel <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> You know, so uh, retirement is another topic altogether. Okay, I know, I know, I know. So yeah. I, I think we, you know, I wish I had time for that. But uh, I want to wrap this show. Um, tell us about Seal, the work that it does. And, you know, I'm just, the, the you know, the the site is really fascinating. And I think that there are, there are a lot of resources out there for people who want to make their career in personal balance. Just tell us about Seal, your team, what do you do and how it could help you know our listeners say if they want a career in personal finance. Okay, so... The, the primary reason why we started CL was that there are several uh, job roles hmm. in the financial services industry hmm. which require formal training in finance, okay. which is not available in schools, colleges hmm. or in, in, a, in a practically applicable manner. For okay. example, there aren't courses today that will uh, enable someone to manage somebody else's wealth, for sure. example, hmm. or... Uh, make a lending decision. Sure. So, or, uh, um, you know, enable creating an equity portfolio. Okay. Or, so most of the investment courses are, you you talk to anybody who's studying finance, hmm. they want to be an investment banker hmm. or a fund manager. Yeah. These are the only careers and all of them end up becoming relationship managers. <laughs> yeah. You know, so the the problem really is that we don't have courses that prepare people for actual roles in the financial services business. Okay. So what CL does is it looks at each one of these job roles. Okay. And it defines what are the technical uh, knowledge components that are required for this job. Sure. It puts that together as a course. Hmm. It creates examinations. Hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, which are which are fairly, you know, global standard examinations, I can say. Okay. Uh, it creates examinations and assessments hmm. and training hmm. and offers this to banks, mutual funds, uh, uh, finance companies, broking houses okay. for their staff. Oh, okay. So our largest clients are banks. Right. Um, and of course, the independent advisors as yes. well. Yes. And mutual funds are also a, a, a very large section of uh, people who use our, our uh, services. Okay. Where we also work with uh, NISM and other uh, government bodies where they're already defining uh, certifications. NISM, for example, defines what is the qualification an advisor must have, what exam he should clear. Right. So, folks, if you you want to become a financial advisor, you need a certificate from what's the National Institute for Securities? Markets. Markets. And so if you if you want to train for that, then CL is a good place to go. Correct. And CL's wealth certification is an accredited, NISM accredited certification. So okay. you can take on our certification right. in order to become a wealth manager, for okay. example. So okay. we our job is to be able to create training programs that sure. uh, contributes to competencies of people who work in the financial services business. Okay. This is primarily what we do. Hmm. And... Um, uh, being a B2C company that is reaching people directly hmm, hmm. Uh, is a big task in marketing, promotion yes. and reach, yes. which are not our competencies. Okay. We are a team of people who are 
uh, from the financial services business okay. who have had many years of experience. We are an all-woman company. Sure. There are now, we, we lately That's have about one or two person. men there. Yes. So we're all people who have worked in the financial services business, right. who enjoyed our jobs immensely. Sure. But today want to be able to uh, write content right. and create courses yes. and create trainings hmm. which are practical, relevant and also technically sound. Okay. So uh, that's really what we do. Okay. And uh, what CL, however, has done for investors, there's two things that we do for mm. investors. One, of course, is a column that I write every mm. week in the Economic Times, yes. which gets republished in the Times, Times of, India, of India, India every Monday, yes. every Monday yes. on the business pages, which is our biggest outreach to the common investor okay. in terms of it's an unbiased because since we don't sell any financial products, yes. Yes. it's yes. an unbiased column that helps you. Uh, figure personal finance Correct. and we also have a website called money craft okay craft with k, k yes uh, where we have educational videos and educational materials okay sales website itself also has a lot of educational materials which are available for people to come in and uh, and, and use freely hmm. but um, uh, our primary uh, task is in uh, educating and empowering those who work in the financial services business so that they become better quality uh, professionals. Fantastic. Folks, I would really recommend that you read Uma's columns. They are out every Monday in the Times of India uh, and also in ET Wealth, which is a separate uh, supplement that comes out with the Economic Times. Her website is CL, which is C-I-E-L.co.in. I would really urge you to go there and read all the columns that have been put up out there. Then there is moneycraft.com. That's right. There's M-O-N-E-Y-K-R-A-F-T.com. Uma is not very active on Twitter, which she should be. But uh, the few times that she uh, that she checks her Twitter feed, her Twitter handle is Uma underscore Shashikant. And uh, maybe you can reach out to her and post your questions out there. I'm always around here. My handle is uh, B50. And that's a wrap on this very special series on investment education with Uma Shashikant, founder and chairperson at SEAL. Uma, thank you so much for doing this show. And I'm sure that the listeners have a lot of takeaway from this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you have any money related questions, you can tweet to us at IVM Podcasts or email us at pesavesa at indusfox.com. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.